Okay, we're back at it. Been wanting to do this episode since we quit the last one. I've got a few new faces on here today. This is the Little Woods Outdoors Podcast. Made it all the way to episode two. Haven't quit yet. Title of this is Hey Dude, What Luck. It's deer hunting with John Bell. Everybody say hey, John. We're going <laughs> to kind of introduce him just a little bit real quick. Um, he's obviously my brother. We've got him on the FaceTime on the on his Apple computer, so if it's a little loud, we apologize. Uh, John, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll move on real quick. All right. So I'm John. I uh, just recently I graduated from Arkansas State University. It was actually last Sunday, and uh, I'm back here. I've lived here my whole life. I uh, I help my dad on the crop farm every now and then. We uh, farm close to probably 2,400 acres, and we. Uh, and yeah, that's that's about it. I'm just helping him right now until I can get old enough to take over and learn and just progress. And progress, yeah. Yeah, congrats on that graduation. Uh, Thank you. He was like the fourth person to walk across the stage. So if you were running late, you were not going to see him at that one. So <laughs> yeah, um, the the keynote speaker was nice and short and sweet, not long winded like me. Or Jake. Um, another person, last time we had Tyler Birchfield, T-Bird, on the show. Uh, he's off tonight. Um, but we do have our other member on, Mr. Cole Martin, the legend himself. Give us a little What's bit about on? yourself, Cole. What's going on, guys? Uh, man, I'm a uh, husband, father of four, uh, farmer, and now I guess I'm going to be a salesman in the seed industry, and uh, that's about it. Me and my dad and my uncle, we farm all together, uh, corn, rice, beans, and like I said, just grew, been around the farm, grew up on it. That's what I love doing. Perfect, perfect. Glad to have you on here, Cole. Hopefully it's every night thing. <laughs> Other two on here, Jake, he's made it back, second appearance. He's What's not in jail on? yet. Uh, and then Drew Hampton, He's nobody can see it, but he's wearing a really awful Christmas sweater tonight. So uh, that's a pretty poor choice of clothing there, Drew. At least you got something on. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and after all the in introductions, the awkward stuff get, is over here. Um, yeah. kind of what we're what this whole episode's going to be about and the reason we brought john on you know i love him he's my brother but the only reason we're going to bring john on this episode is because he's actually killed really good deer the record um, year <laughs> it was a record mm -hmm. year um, he's he's had a lot of success uh he might have a hint or two um you know a pointer something to kind of uh, sway somebody but i will tell you um the as the episode title goes the hey dudes must have been good luck this year because he shot both of them in them but i'll let him kind of talk about that a little bit more but just kind of starting it out deer season uh 2022 here is kind of in arkansas anyways the modern gun season in our zone is ending um, as of today it's sunday december 18th here you know we 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 like to chase them after that but most of the time we're kind of transitioning to waterfowl pretty good duck deer or duck and geese pardon me um but we'll kind of do a little couple stories there uh without further ado tell us how big that last that first one was john all right a little so story it was it, it was kind of lucky i uh i actually saw this deer that morning around uh uh 6 a.m or somewhere around 6 to 7 a.m in the morning and he was actually 
I was sitting in a box stand, and he was probably 350, maybe 400 yards away. He was a long ways out. He was a piece. He was. I could barely see him in my scope when I scoped down there on him. But I had uh, we've actually had this deer on camera before in uh, let's see, late yeah. October. He's a. I had I had him the night before. On camera. On your side, yeah. On my side. I was ready to get him. <laughs> yeah. So uh he um I actually had my gun. I don't know if my bolt was all the way down on the two seventy, but uh I had locked one in. I had the bullet in the chamber, but I don't guess my bolt was all the way down. So whenever I flicked it off safety on a fire, I was I was zoomed in ready to go and you know these big these big bucks don't give you the time of day to shoot i mean quick right. enough on a let or on a lane anyways so i uh i ended up clicking or my trigger wouldn't engage so i mean it was it was a blessing Holy in the skies really because uh he was pretty far down there he's a ways i mean I've shot him that far before, but I mean, just I'm just glad I waited because that afternoon it it all panned out. You uh, so kind of like th- that part of uh, the story where you've gotten to when he got by. Do you ever think you'd see him again? No, I thought he's gone. <laughs> nah. I said he's gonna go to Wit, and Wit's gonna shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try. Mm-hmm. I was gonna try, uh, but uh, I ended up making it back to the house, uh, and I actually took about a three-hour nap. You know, that's about yeah. my average nap. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that was at a that was at adrenaline dump. Yeah, <laughs> you know, from him slipping off, you I, had to go sleep that one off. Yeah, I was disappointed. I I was like, well. That's the last time I'll get to see this buck. He's gone. And uh, I uh, woke up. I bet it was about 4.30. What? It gets, no, it was 4 o'clock because it gets dark at 5.20 or somewhere around that time. And um, I walked out there as fast as I could in my hay dudes, <laughs> being as quiet as could be. And uh, they would be a pretty good, like, Sneak set of sneaking shoes. shoes though i mean yeah they they're creep. comfortable they're comfortable Them stock they, dudes yeah they stock, dude. <laughs> stock dudes they could be the sponsor well, they could they could <laughs> but uh i've had a pair on order ever since <laughs> <laughs> did you get those things in jake no not yet but i'll be prepared next year though yeah, in a little bit, we're going to have to talk about your spot there at your house and about how them hay dudes would really help you. So don't let me forget that. We'll get on that in a sec. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, it's not even as cool. You know, kind of uh, asking a few questions here. Were you going to hunt the same spot you had saw him or were you trying to get ahead of him? Where were you? Well, I, I, um, I planted out what I thought he was going to do because he, he ended up walking off the neighbor's property on to us so i knew he was in our general area in our uh, our woods at least and uh, it turns out he was and it was the easiest shot i've ever had on on a deer it was just 150 yards you know just easy shots easy now that he's dead Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh my window of opportunity was really small because so I had a, a huge north wind that more or that afternoon when I was up there and I was I was like, Well, at least I'm out here. I can uh give it till dark, you know, hope for the best, just maybe maybe something walks out and and in 15, 20 minutes, wind was blowing right at him. I think he was bedded right in front of me, probably 70 to 100 yards. And he, I saw him 
get up and kind of tiptoe out of there. He didn't want to make a scene, you know, blow at me or anything. But he was easing off, and I could see him, and he was walking from left to right. And I remember, I'm not going to get a shot at this deer because this all these trees in the way. So right. I found there was two sweet gum trees about two foot apart, and they were about four inches wide on each of them. <laughs> and he walked right in between them. And as soon as he walked right in between those sweet gums, I... I let it fly. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, those big deer, I mean, they're smart about what they do. I mean, everybody can tell you that um, the amount of times that we've been looking at one and trying to take one, you know, humanely, mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's tough, especially, especially those big ones that are on the prowl, uh, yeah. probably chasing a woman around a little bit. You remember what day of the month that was? Just kind of give us some reflection on that. Was it mid-November there, like I, the twentieth or so? It was. It was the weekend of opener deer season, but it was Sunday. Okay. And I'd hunted Saturday, but it it was my second day deer hunting for the year, or rifle, anyways. I would say that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It it worked out. Worked out. Yeah, I, I remember when John sent me that uh that deer camera shot mm-hmm. and I was like, Man, that's a nice one and Yeah. And I then I seen that picture after you got him down, I was like, That picture didn't do him justice. He was way bigger, you know. Yeah. Once I seen him. Yeah. Yeah. He was um he was huge. He had some not beautiful chocolate horns and it his bases were five inches and at the very tips they were close to five inches you know like he he just kept that mass all the way up but i'm thankful yeah that was a great deer i mean seeing it in person i've i've thought i've killed big deer but in the past i don't know i know drew hasn't um When I saw that deer, I was kind of embarrassed to shoot anything else this year. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Little, my little brother did that, and, and then I'm going to have to go out here and try to replicate. That was It was a good once in <clears> – <throat> God, I hope it's not once-in-a-lifetime deer, but hopefully a once-in-10-year deer. There you go, John. Yeah, well, you now, now you got somebody to look up to if you need to. <laughs> yeah. I might look at him on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> But what did end up scoring? That was a great deer. Uh, he was a. We scored him first time. He was at 168, but I I don't know if we did it right. And then we did a another score. I think we did it right. He was ended up being 164 inches. So 164 inches of bone. Yeah, and uh, the picture here, man, it's stud. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. Did you have the stash when you killed that one? Uh, did I? I think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The picture. oh, yeah. I'm looking at the picture the right stash. here. It's, it's... I don't know if I had the beard going, but I know I had the stash. <laughs> John, he had 12 scoreable points, I think, or no? Uh, yeah, right at 12. Yeah. He, um, he had a little kicker on the backside of his brow tine. He was, was about an inch, you know. Adds to the score, <laughs> and, and I'll take part of it. Part of it was inch out. Part of it was broke. Am I wrong? Oh yeah, his uh, at the end of his main beam on his, I think it's his left side. It was mm. broke off, and it just continued growing on that uh, G four all the way up. And that's it looked like a main beam, but it was actually G four. We had a lot, and I don't know if anybody else kind of across the country or the state of Arkansas, we had a lot, and I'm no biologist. I'm just a veterinarian. I don't know if the drought had some play in it, but all of our deer were fighting so hard. We had so much broken. I mean, just broken. Me and you've talked about that, Jake. Uh, Yeah. 
Does drought seen, affect them? I don't know. We'll have to ask. I've seen a lot of deer broke off too, and I don't know. It's weird. Or they just may be uh, throwing down, you know. They might be rowdy, get, our part. Just getting wild, you know. They're they're fighting over that last acorn and pine cone over here. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, they got to do what they got to do. Ours over here might be dodging uh, – uh, four wheelers running them out of the bean fields during the summer. Who knows? Or the, or the combine header, you know, either <laughs> one. <laughs> Gosh, they will. And Cole can kind of attest to this. They'll they'll wipe it. They'll wipe a bean field out, won't they? Oh, they'll absolutely destroy it. That's a. I'm not even a big deer hunter. I just uh, I'm not like John and Witt and everybody that kill big deer. I kill uh, I kill big doe. I measure them between ear to ear on the doe. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Yeah, we got that. We measure them back straps. Yeah, that's right. There you that's go. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there's, uh, there's definitely both sides of the equation there. Uh, I've got friends that are like you, Cole, and I got friends like John. He's out there now. He's going to be looking for the next Arkansas record, state record. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my hunting's probably ruined. <laughs> no, he's in one sixty-four. 164 yeah. you know we're in kansas or missouri ah, like all oh, that that's not that big a deer but y'all come try to find a 160 inch in arkansas it's it's good it's it makes it worth it mm. so uh proud of you on that one uh, proud of you on that one that was a good good deer we got the next thing you know kind of kind of transition period here not only did he kill that one that was nice he had he had success and that's why we wanted to bring him on here he he had a second deer that was just as good looking uh i let him kind of explain that one I, that was that weekend jake you were down uh, fell in that hole you were talking about at cole's place uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that for a second. There wasn't yeah, no hole. I, I I carried I carried me and the boy. So that's about eighty plus pounds through the same hole you went through. And you uh, you managed to find <laughs> only hole there. Well, I know it doesn't have a bottom to it because uh, I walked the rest of the night with a wet leg <laughs> and a boot full of water. So that's because you didn't like have to bring any hip boots. Yeah, Cole said we weren't gonna walk through no water. Mm-hmm. Like Luckily, tree. I was walking to a, I was walking to a tree with a red bone with a coon, you know, <laughs> so it made it a lot better. Let's make it better. I'd get both feet wet walk to a dog with a coon in a tree. You got to sometimes. It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. But anyways, talking about his second deer there, that was. Oh, was that last weekend? Weekend before last? It was, uh, it it was, was recent. It was pretty recent. I bet it two was weeks ago. Yeah, two, two weeks, weeks ago. Uh, two you were weeks. down. That yeah. that deer was oh man, that was a cool one. That was that's the kind of mature bodied <laughs> uh, He had character some character buck. to him, which is uh, why I ended up shooting him. But uh you want me to go ahead and give the run through? Yeah, there oh, it is. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give us the kind of the lowdown. What were you doing? What were you thinking? Yeah. And, uh, well, my plans they were my plans were to go to hunt the corner of our bean field where we usually have a lot of doe that uh, come out right at dark. You know, just and feed on whatever's left in the bean field. And that's a coal hunt. It is a cold hunt. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And uh, go ahead, Jake. You got something? Yeah, uh, yeah. This is right after our uh, our little crow hunt we put on. Uh, and I told uh, John, I said, I said, go shoot me a doe over there. We're going to go sit back here and shoot another doe. Well, yeah, that, we got a phone call later on that he didn't shoot a doe. Yeah, that wasn't what he said at all. <laughs> but that was after that was after that crow hunt. Yeah, I got you something you could take home that had a lot of meat. You know, 
It's uh Yeah, it, I appreciate it. Oh yeah. I bet it was tough. Oh uh, yeah, I'm still chewing on it. Uh, <laughs> it's not as tough as that crow, I promise you. Oh man. <laughs> Oof. God bless. Wasted good hey, deals I thought y'all get I thought uh, you, y'all were kidding uh, yeah. me. That y'all ate that whenever y'all whenever y'all came out there. I, I really thought y'all was kidding y'all. Y'all were sitting there saying y'all John, ate crow. You ate it too, so you, I was the only one that ate it last time. I couldn't really. I mean, I told everybody it's tough, but you ate it. What do you think? I had a, I had one probably one breastplate, and it was just, it tasted like beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> so that might ruin it for y'all next time y'all eat beef jerky. But think about crow. Mm. It was tough. Yeah, y'all aren't selling the crow thing very much. Mm-mm. We're still working on it. Yeah, we'll um, wasted good dales. That's a good way to put that. Yeah, you know that's what they use at restaurants instead of duck. You know, it's the they sneak in the crow meat. <laughs> mm. That's a that's a big conspiracy right there. That's what I think. That's cool. well, I don't. I don't know what Sam put on there, but uh, it was spicy as could be. But <laughs> I tried gnawing that one piece. And I just gave it to that, uh, gave it to your dog Bruce, and boy, oh. he loved it. <laughs> he didn't think twice about it, did he? No, he just gulped it down. You know. But anyway, uh, I I just want somebody else to elaborate on the crow besides just me. Yeah. What do you different think about opinions that? on it? I didn't try it. I, I, uh, Jacob, as he would say, I talked down to y'all pretty hard about that one. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a poor idea. And it turned out I was right for once. I'll be dang. But, well, and after the fact, thinking about all the, the bird flu and stuff they keep talking about, I'm like, well, the crows get that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could have a big chat on the avian flu. Yeah. But, not today, not today. The uh, that'll be in that duck hunting podcast. But yeah, John eased to that field, and uh, his full intentions. He told us when he left the house was he was gonna he was gonna shoot us a doe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I'll be honest. I think um, uh, the only person that was really hunting hard on our farm was saying uh, no. It was our dad, wasn't it? Yeah. He was the last one, and you should have seen his face when I showed up and said, John just shot another big one, Dad. He's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think there was a split second of jealousy in his eyes. Yeah, there was. There had to have been. He, uh, I, I, I could tell he he was hunting hard there for a little bit. He, he was hunting hard. He just, it's funny watching him walk past that game camera and just yeah. peace signing it. Yeah, and he's still hard at it right now, so hopefully he gets a good one. Well, it ended the day. Oh, it did end the day. Well, we got a Christmas hunt on the way. Right. So. But that was a that was a great deer, and uh, you know, just kind of the story behind it. I mean, that's when you least expect to kill one like that. I mean, that it makes it pretty fun. It makes the makes the deer hunting you know you anytime you go uh there's no telling how far they'd venture uh talking to some friends that uh have farms nearby they had had that same buck john i don't know if i ever told you that or not mm-hmm. they had that same buck on camera back in october and yeah. it, it was a good travel oh it was a good two three miles over there so yeah across across a highway that's usually where our good deer die right there on the highway yeah so you know, that's pretty yeah, awesome he, i guess he just caught a good north wind of a doe or something decided to come up but he was a uh, chasing that afternoon and he was chasing the wrong spot apparently <laughs> <laughs> when you <laughs> big john was on a heater I was on a heater this year, yeah. Still on fire, you know. It, it kind of rolled over in the duck season, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, me, it, me and Whit was sitting on that deer stand, that phone ring, he said, and you could tell he was kind of shook. He said, I think I killed one bigger than the last one. <laughs> yeah. we, we just said, oh, man. We, we, we crawled out of that deer stand and headed to the farm. Yeah. 
I heard y'all almost fell out trying to get there. Oh, I don't know. We had to. We was trying to stalk an old eight point that we was going to shoot, but he just slipped off before we could get on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that that bug that was that would have been a good one to get. I think our main problem was is we were shooting at Crow right behind his right where he was bedded down, <laughs> kind of right behind him. Yeah. We got him moving in that day, during daytime, so. Mm-hmm unintentionally we, so we we just couldn't put it on him couldn't seal the deal my uh my my favorite probably hunting story this year and i think i might have touched base on it just a little bit with you guys on the last episode it's not a big buck deer that john shot this time but it was Cole's son, Samuel, shooting his first ever deer. That was, that was awesome. That was, uh, that was, I, Cole, in all honesty, I appreciate being a part of that. That was cool. I can't, in all honesty, remember my first deer that I shot, like the feeling anymore. Uh, I was so young and I just remember what the deer did, but watching him just shake that whole stand from buck fever. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, tell us a little bit about that story, Cole, if you get a second. Yeah, man, I, you know, I'm not a deer hunter. I'll, I'll kill some doe and uh, get, get keep them from eating beans. But, uh, man, uh, I, I, I remember my first deer and uh, shaking and everything. And, man, he uh, he got to shaking and I got to shaking. And I ain't, I ain't had that feeling since uh, – you know, a big group of geese or some ducks coming in, you know, I, I ain't had it on no uh, buck in a long time, even, you know, especially being that doe, but I appreciate you letting us come out there. You know, we tried to go that morning, but I think it rained, did it not that morning? And there was going to be real cold, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, it was going to be freezing, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, now, tomorrow, now, now, now that we got all the, you know, stereotypical stuff out of the way. Now let's hear the full story. What really happened out there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's start from the beginning of the day. You know, like I said, we were going to come out there and, uh, so, um, it was going to be cold. And I told him, I said, man, let's wait, let's go out there. Let's shoot your gun. And heck is the first time he even shot a rifle. He, you know, he shot a 22 and his BB gun everywhere. And, uh, we got up there and, uh, he asked me, daddy, is it going to kick? I said, no, you'll be fine. Well, we got up there and man, it was pretty bad off. It hadn't been shot in a while since Jackson, you know, uh, Jackson's killed a bunch of deer with it, but, uh, I got there and it was about three foot high and we got her centered up and I shoot an old lacrosse, uh, you know, boot box, you know, it's a little bit bigger, you know, what a, you know, high dollar target. Yeah. Yeah. High dollar target. But, um, he hit it twice, man. I couldn't believe it. And I said, how you feel? He said, good. And, so I text uh, Wit, told him we was going to come on out, and uh, we did. And, uh, man, he, what that first deer come out, and he's like, Daddy, can I shoot it? And I said, ask Wit, and Wit said, go ahead. And uh, he shot. It went right over the top of him. And uh, I said, oh, man, and it, it didn't miss by much, did it? No, I, I, I mean, just right over the top of him. But every time you knew he was kind of getting ready for that kick a little bit. I, I yeah. I've yeah, I think do that. I've done it before. Yeah, I was just helping him on the back, and after that second shot, you I see, mean, how Sam, old is he? Sam is six. He'll be seven. What? A couple days, about three days, but he's six right now. You know what Jake was probably doing when he was six? I wasn't What's killing that? deer. <laughs> You're probably playing in the dirt, weren't you? He's playing in the pine cone of rocks. Yeah, I was playing in or eating it. Well, either one. <laughs> oh, me. Hey, hey. I've missed some deer. I ain't even going to lie. The best thing about it is the further that we set out there, the more Samuel, that's, that's his boy's name, the more he kept telling us, oh, that next one that comes out, I'm going to rip it open. I'm going to rip it open. I said rip it all right let's see this so <laughs> we keep sitting there co and and he missed that first one it stood there for a second we, did we let him shoot at it again i think we did i think we did 
Yeah, yeah. He it, it it just ran just a little bit and come out, and uh, man, he shot right over at the same spot. Like it's same spot. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's whenever uh, you noticed uh, he was pulling a little bit, which I was behind him, you know, trying to help him, you know, keep him. I was shaking, he was shaking. I probably, you know, made it worse for him. But uh, he, uh, you know, after that second shot, we kind of seen that uh, where he was missing, and you know, would take a breath, and then uh. You know, that one, after that one ran off, another one come out. And he's like, Daddy, can I pull a trigger? I said, well, come on, you know, let's shoot the woods up today. And, uh, <laughs> well, he shoots again, same spot he misses. Well, finally, we get him some practice shots. And uh, the the other deer, it's about, what, about 125-yard shot, that, that, that last shot? I saw every bit of it, every bit of yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, after we made him practice right there, he squared it. He said, this was going down. Well, he double-lunged it right there, man. I'm talking about it. It didn't go about 25 yards. Yeah, but it went 25 yards into a thicket. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it got off in the thick? Worst thicket I've ever been part of. I mean, John knows. Drew knows. Yeah. They said a snake won't even crawl through that. No, it won't. Wick, Wick killed a buck out there and... He had to make sure he uh, heart shot it, didn't you? Because you didn't want to track him that far. If you don't, if you don't shoot him in the heart, you better be shooting him in the neck, because you do not want to have to look for him out there. It's bad. John was out there last year, and I neck shot them too. He was probably a little too close, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I might have been down the shooting range, uh, which wasn't I smart. I think that was a little. Mind. That was a little danger close, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I had a. It was like I was in Vietnam or something. A piece of shrapnel went by me, you know. Just <laughs> I was mm. in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, when we walked down there, and and there's probably several people that listen to this have the same problem, but uh, all of us bellboys are are colorblind. We're red green colorblind. Jake, are you colorblind? I can't remember if you told me you were or not. No, I. I don't think I'm colorblind at all. Drew, you're not either, are you? No, I just can't see out of one eye. <laughs> you just are almost legally blind, I guess. I, I'm just blind completely. That's good. I'm glad you're on the highways. The <laughs> The main thing, though, I mean, we walked down there and, and both me and Cole were looking for blood for Samuel's deer. And about that time, we were just wandering around. I was, I had this fancy blood hunter light or something is supposed to reflect it real good you know about that time samuel he just looks over at a six-year-old kid said hey look at all that blood right there and i'm like oh my gosh that's a ton Um, and then it went right off into that thicket we talked about it was it's kind of give everybody perspective it's it was a uh uh, pine tree complete demol uh demolition harvest they there's nothing like they do not care when they get in there cutting pine trees off. They make a huge mess, and and so we have a bunch of volunteer pines that grew back, and it's pretty thick. It's pretty thick in spots. It which, does for some good cover, I guess, for deer. Oh yeah, whatever sure. else lives in it. <laughs> whatever else could live in it. Yeah, like I, I feel the sorry. Snake. Yeah, feel sorry for whatever has to live in that. Well, some bobcats used to, but they don't know more. Not with them, them out. It is good for predator hunting, I guess, back there. I mean, we don't really try it, but it's full of them. It is pretty full of them. Uh, you know, Drew, for the most part, you kind of been quiet this episode. Are you just like yeah. too much in the Christmas spirit tonight? What's going on? Well, I'm just in the uh, in the spirit of giving, and I think some people are like the less he talks, the better sometimes. Because <laughs> I can tell some stories, as you guys know, I'm I'm good with stories and things like that, and it's a uh, it's it's been a good year for you guys. And I actually shot my first deer. It's probably been seven or eight years since I've actually shot one and took a couple doe out there on your place and. Uh, believe it or yeah. not, I was actually able to track down that doe that went to the thicket, and never would have thought I'd have found that thing. But yep, that was, was our year. that was our 
I guess our first deer that we shot out of it this year. Me and you got back there trying to do a little uh, freezer hunting before rut really kicked off, and we were pretty fortunate and shot two pretty nice doe that were moving that day. So that was awesome. That was awesome. Somebody needs a drone, though, to find these deer afterwards with some thermal or something, though. Hey, Cole, you might, uh, you and, uh, Wit went duck hunting this past weekend. Samuel, he was uh, a little trigger happy, huh? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, man. Leon Samuel. Yeah, he, uh, man, he goes with me everywhere I take him, but, uh, man, uh, he was back there and we went down there in an old swamp that we usually hunt and by golly, it got a new growth in it, didn't it, Wit? I mean, it turned, it's turned, it's turned into the Amazon down there. The drought just let, I mean, it dried, dried that slough all the way up. The the grasses that grew back was awesome. It really was. It was thick, but yeah. finally got water back on it. Yeah. And we, we went out to the edge as far as he could. He just had his boots on. I don't have him waders yet, but he was right there at the tip of his boots. And I said, man, won't you, uh, he said his feet was cold. So I said, go back up a, a little ways back. He's about 10 yards behind us. And, Man, we, we had a group of about five mallards coming in. You can see they was locked up. Man, they were high. Oh, all working. Sudden, yeah, working. The cupped up. I'm talking about coming in and all all you hear behind us is a little thump. That old that old red rider thumping, son. He was he was shooting them in the air. <laughs> I I have uh, never I mean <laughs> just ready to go. First duck hunt. We talked about it on the last podcast. We were about to go duck hunting, you know, that's we're gearing up, putting the waders on. We show up to a slough that's thick with Cole and a couple other buddies and, and, and Drew was out there with us and full fledged about to kill some ducks. And then we back there every time our birds would be passing. It was like we were on public ground. Our, our past birds got shot at. Sam was back there sending them. That BB gun was was laying it down on them. I, I, in all honesty, I he might have hit more than Drew did that day with his twelve gauge. Hey, I don't even think I fired a shot that day. <laughs> I was too in awe of how uh, how we finally got to do some duck hunting this year. Some of you here in Arkansas know how dry and how warm it's been. And really, it, I feel like some of these local landowners that do have water, they've had some good success. But it was nice to finally have a cool morning. It was quiet. It was still. I was expecting to be a little more wind to kind of help us out a little bit. But it was uh, it was finally time. It's I feel like we're starting to get into duck season full-fledged. Looks like we're going to have a really good cold front come through this week and uh, get ready for this second half for Arkansas. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be cold. I got to thinking, I mean, the futures for this next week is uh, Northwest Arkansas, negative 30 wind chill. That's just, that's unbelievable to think. So, uh, not used to that at all. I've had to work in that before, and it's just, it's not fun. Back in that oil field business? Yeah, it ain't fun being out there. Oil field and cold weather don't go to doesn't go together good at all anyway but usually you got a couple beer in you though when you're in the oil field huh well depend on where you work okay <laughs> you uh another thing you know kind of the duck hunting yeah we're about to get fired up on that but kind of transitioning back here to a little bit of that deer hunting not I, I know there's a a plethora of things we could talk about for season 2022 but kind of two things that uh, really stand out to me is my favorite thing to wake up to in the morning is a text from jacob and he's been out and checked his game camera huh john he's got he's got he'll text that's a scrub yeah that's a scrub that's a new one yeah all those new rubs on the trees. <laughs> oh, we get a picture yeah. of them. Yeah, I got them dialed in back here, but they got me dialed in more because 
I could write an autobiography or whatever you want to call it on every deer out there. <laughs> and I go sit out there and I don't see anything. So, yeah. But now I've, I've been hunting a few nice deer behind the house and for some reason they're just nocturnal as they get for some reason. That's that Fort Smith, uh, Little Woods we were talking about right there. Yeah. It is uh, Little Woods from Fort Smith, baby. And it's kind of a, a urban area just outside of town. Uh, I'm surrounded by some, some land that I have permission to be on and try to catch them slipping, but I ain't caught them yet. I got a, a nice nine point I was hunting last year. I called the pine cone king. <laughs> <clears throat> And I don't know if that's, I got another one about like him this year and he's a nice deer. He just, I just can't, he's got, he's got it on me. I can't figure him out, but I ain't give up yet. Hey, what, what I just we put were my talking feeder back out. I just Maybe. put my feeder back out like it was October again last week. Cause the leaves were still on the trees at 70. So <laughs> they might yep. pre-rut again. Who knows? <laughs> maybe you need to get some of them hay dudes you know contact them see if you get a pine cone edition or something you know maybe if you step on something with them hay dudes it won't crunch as much maybe that's your problem yeah <laughs> yeah i mean or that or get john over here to see if he can give me some luck uh, <clears> what size hay dudes you wear <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go in together and get you a pair you yeah. need a pair dude i mean we might have to start that account I mean, they're they're comfortable. They already already look pretty camo, you know, and uh, that uh, they're quiet. You know, to our listeners out there, if y'all got a pair of hay dudes around the size, what do you wear? Nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. <laughs> and y'all just do not wear them anymore. Don't respect them. Send them, to Jacob. He'll take them. Mm. He needs a pair. Oh yeah, I will put some miles on them. Do you wear any yeah. Crocs? I know Crocs are popular before the Hey Dudes for John. You wear any Crocs, any Jake? No, I don't have any Crocs. Uh, I've ne- I probably would wear them if I had some, but I just never do. I I wear them boots all the time because you never know when I'm chasing a dog through a briar thicket. So, got to be prepared for that. That's right. Yeah, last time I hunted them deer behind the house. I got in that climbing stand and it was early and cold. I was like, well, I'm going to ease up here and try to sit on for a minute, sit on them for a minute. Picked up my top, my top piece of my climber and it went, I went to bite down on it about the same time I picked up on my feet. Bam, face planted right in that, uh, right in that oak tree. Mm. And, uh, I was like, man, this is not a good way to start it out. So it, I was sitting there, I was aggravated. I finally got there and sat down. Then this little small buck I had on camera came up and just stood right beside me. I didn't have my release ready. I wasn't even, I wasn't even set right. I was still trying to see if I was bleeding out of my face. <laughs> oh, you took a two, shot, huh? I just put 205 pounds of body into my face on that bark, man. It, <laughs> it was rough. And uh, I was like, well, I'm just going to try to slip this on. Well, he knew something was up. He kind of eased off. And that's when that, that bobcat came slipping down off the side of the mountain there. And I tried to get him to stop. I never could get him. Never could get him where I could shoot him. And Are you shooting that Matthews bow, Jake? Is that what you have? Yeah, I'm shooting that Matthews that John had. Yeah, that's what I thought you had. The... Oh, it, it's, a, it's a sweet bow. I just... uh haven't had that that right time to use it. Oh yeah, you know, and and you got one of those new summits, and that's what I've had. And I think Sam and John they sh- they have one as well. That me and Drew this year have been the bow hunting and all. We I get bored out there sitting every single day. That's just me. You can tell I'm do I'm on a podcast right now, so I like to talk to people a lot uh sometimes i get tired of talking to people but uh, me and drew set out and i had a lock on 
And the way that he had to get into that climber above me is about the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I just, I just waiting on him to fall, I guess. But we were out there one day and, and had a nice 10 point kind of trailing a doe through there. And Drew said, Oh, I'm going to be your video man. I'm going to video camera. And we're going to see if we can't get one of these deer sh- shot with a bow on camera. Comes right under the stand. Nice sunny day. Should have been a great camera shot. About that time, he's got one of those Galaxy phones. I'm an iPhone guy. He's got one of those Androids. I don't even know what that is. And it just, <laughs> yeah. And it just goes bleep. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> John, you swapped over to a saddle setup, right? Yeah. Well, I haven't used it yet, but I got a, I think it's a Latitude Outdoors saddle. It's pretty nice, but I'm excited to use it. And of course, I'm not going to deer hunt this year after what happened. (laughs) Yeah, you kind of look like a saddle guy. (laughs) Yeah. I call it the diaper. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. but i don't think i can get in a diaper stand <laughs> I, I think one thing whip forgot to mention how i got up to this climber stand was we had a lean to that was locked onto a tree and as i'm climbing up this i have to stand on the seat of a 25 foot lean to to then try to get up to about 28 feet onto this climber platform that one i don't have uh, a harness which by the way is not the greatest not and safest thing <laughs> yeah I, I he and i were talking about that in the climber about some some of the things that i've seen at work where people have fallen and some of our friends who have fallen and you know just use your safety as best you can but i felt very safe with where i was i had a way to catch myself if i did fall so we were yeah, protected it would have been but, me yeah i, I would have had a six foot three guy trying to catch catch me and that would have been quite hilarious uh and if you could have seen my little feet dangling that'd have been even even funnier but uh but to go back to the phone i was literally filming this deer literally right below my feet i mean i could see the top of his brow tines and for some reason i hit the volume button and it bleeps and sure enough that deer looks me square in the eyes and i've got my sunglasses on and so hopefully i'm trying to be as still as possible and sure enough she blows at us yeah, right, kind of on the other side. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> after that, it. since he had that volume up, a song by Ariana Grande started. <laughs> hey, that's my I, girl. I, <laughs> I'm waiting on his uh, YouTube of the free solo in these deer stands. <laughs> uh, you you ought to see me when I'm climbing up those things. I'm wearing my lacrosse rice boots out there, and you can just hear the, the strap jingling from how I'm shaking so bad, making sure I don't fall, but... Uh, but it's, it's, it was a joy to be out there. It was so hot this year when we were out there. I mean, it had to be in the 60s and 70s. I was wearing my turkey stuff out there hunting just because it was so hot. But that was that was a fun hunt. That was enjoyable. And still got to see some pretty good deer that day. But you're right, man. That All seriousness, that, that's, it's dangerous to be in there without a out of harness. And Cole, you just you got firsthand experience with that just here a couple weeks ago. Uh if you want to talk about that a little bit, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a man. bad deal if you fall out. Yeah, man. Uh, my brother-in-law, he was uh, over here on WMA next to us and uh, got up in a stand about 25 feet. And I get a call about dark. He done hit the ground, blacked out. And luckily, uh, he had a buddy with him, marked his pen. So always, always share a pen with somebody. And You got to. Ready. You got to. Yeah. Yeah, and he he had his harness on and everything. He uh, he actually would turned around. I think was about to get off, and he was readjusting and unhooked his safety, and uh, the 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 bottom broke on him, and he hit face. It messed up his face and back. And like I said, he's lucky to be alive, you know. But uh, like 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 I said, always always wear a harness. Always be safe because uh, you don't sometimes you don't get a second chance like that. Right. Even yeah. if you're 15 feet off the ground, you need well. Or ten feet, you know, on our smallest ladder stand, you're gonna need a harness. Cole. OSHA says it. OSHA says anything above four feet. Yeah, 
Cole, do you wear a harness in your pickup truck when you're out there doe hunting? Yeah, man, I've got a, a three-point harness buckled in. Um, you know, everything's in. Everybody's buckled in in the thing. But, yes, uh, 100%. You know. yeah, they all hate on me because I don't, you know, uh, I can't I can't sit out there, man. I I, I like to talk. and uh, I, I like If to anybody knows you, I mean, you're you're full throttle all the time. Oh, yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah a four-by-four four little, uh, you know, box. It's hard to hold me in, but uh, – no, them do- those does will catch anything as much as they eat. I I, I throw some lead at them every day. The uh, the I can't wait till we get to your prime time, which it's a lot later this year than it usually is. We get out there that goose spread and watch you stomp around in front of that blind. I can't wait. Can't wait. It's go. It's, uh, we're gonna I'm, do it this week. Hopefully, hopefully the next episode we we will have a story about it. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, hopefully I mean, it's a all... good story. Yeah. Oh, it will be. It I'm just ready be. for one of them pre hunt pep talks. That's what I'm talking about. I'm They're ready good. For a dry hunt. A dry. I don't yeah. even know what that is either. No. Y'all won't take me on them. Hey, man, I, I can get, I can get the troops rallied. You know, uh, uh we're, we're going, we're going to be coming strong. You know, wall of steel coming at them and, uh, you know, when, when, there ain't nothing like having your boys out there and, you know, killing some limits and then putting it up. I mean, it's so, so what? There's a little bit of mud, Jake, you know, if you're laying in it, you know, I mean, it's just a little mud. Well, I mean, <laughs> I see y'all taking all these kill shot pictures whenever it's dry as a bone. And then I go out there and you're like, well, that's a little muddy out here <laughs> stomping around. You don't see the behind think, the scenes, though, do you? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think I think it's Jake all good. Hit, I like killing in the mud. Yeah, yeah. J- Jake has hit every one of them. Like it, it's like rain right before he comes down. He oh, has that's awful. bad luck. So uh, anyway, uh, my favorite, you know, kind of wet hunt story was that time that we finally taught my dad and uh, his buddy Jeff Smith into coming. We said, oh, it's not going to be too wet. Well, where we were looking at that bean field, it wasn't bad. But you go on down to the bottom end of it, it was where the actual geese were. We we shouldn't have done that. That was bad. Yeah, I actually told him before we went, I said, you better bring your waders because you're going to need them. And we had those uh, layout, uh, what are they called? Those boards. Yeah, those boards you lay on. I was like, "Well, you ne- you're gonna need your waders too." But <laughs> but no, it it's all good. I I'll go any way it is. But it just seems like every time I go, it's a little swampy. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, no, the, no, the wet, the worst wet one is we'll have to tell the story. It's what got me into goose hunting, and you know, uh, it, it was really Ace's cool. first goose hunt. But well, it's a it's a long story. But that was a wet one. I mean, the, the whole field was a hill, and we go down to the valley of it, you know, and and we're just sitting in the, you know four foot of mud. And anyway, it, like I said, it's a long it's a, it's a good story. We'll have to have a podcast on it. I had partial fault in that one for sure. Oh like yeah, but well, hey, hey, that's for you there. Yeah, but hey, that uh, that's what got us going. I'll, I'll never forget that that uh, that hunt right there. You know, and and looks like, oh, Drew, he's he's tapped out on us here, but kind of amongst you guys, the last topic I was going to kind of hit on the deer hunting while we were still on it, and and we'll probably come back to it. I think uh, get somebody on here that wants to tell us a couple stories and especially t-bird he's got the northwest arkansas scoop he knows what those hill deer are doing but kind of the last big ones yeah some huge deer i just don't know if he hunts does he hunt he said they just don't show up they're like my deer over here they're shy Mm. boy that'd make you mad but they just need big john over there he'd take care of those deer Oh yeah, that's right. But you take uh, out the, there about four o'clock and get them, you know. <laughs> right but there yeah, that last it. that last topic uh, this year, my father in law he he hunts with me quite a bit, and we have a great time together, great relationship. He's he is 
big into guns, big, big, big into guns. And, and the thing that we, he got this year that was new for me was, uh, he, he purchased a silencer for his rifles. And let me tell y'all, I, I like to bow hunt a lot. I love gun hunting in those stands and my current setup, you need earplugs or you're about to blow yourself out of that stand and, and not so much for, it still makes a loud enough noise that it messes deer up to some extent, but we shot two doe out of that box stand. Neither one of us needed earplugs. You didn't need to hold your ears or anything. Y'all, do y'all have any ex- experience with those silencers or anything of that nature? Man, I've, uh, I've never hunted with one. I've been around a few, you know, not necessarily at the range, but I've been around some guys that ran a can or a silencer on the end of their rifle, and, man, it's it's a game changer. And if you, you know, put the right round with it, it's really, uh, it's really uh, low decibel shooting, I mean, I know. I'm no gun expert, but I know guys do the 300 blackout with it, and some of the some of the slower or like the subsonic, subsonic. Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, I wish I had that set up, but I I've never really dabbled in it much. Yeah, I hadn't. Uh, I've only had like a a guy had a 22, and uh, man, it, it makes a difference. I I guess as the boy gets older, so Samuel, I'm gonna have to get him one you know i i know i talk about you know just shooting these dough but i mean it, it's a really problem for us and you know them silencers i've seen where uh you know you're able to kill four or five in one you know setting and uh that's what we need i mean on our farm you know we're we're, we're killing 40 dough a year just to help maintain you know for our bucks that's part you, of you that know, problem you, isn't it cole uh yeah. what do y'all yeah. got that program uh yeah it, oh um uh, map isn't it yeah that's it that's it um you know and, and we got to have it i mean because you know you take the farms right around us you know we're kind of the only food and you know especially like a dry year like this year there ain't no food in the bottoms for them and uh you know it, them silencers I, I i have done some research on them i think that would be a uh, you know it, it's something in the future that i'm looking for that's awesome well be a good tax like right off Come on. That year I was down there and the bottoms flooded and you, you see a lot of deer in that area compared to my area. And that year it flooded down in the bottoms over there and all that pushed all them deer up on y'all that day we left was, was actually duck hunting over there and we rolled out on the ranger. And I mean, hundreds, I mean, it looked like a herd of elk out there. Just all white tailed deer. It's crazy. I never seen nothing like it. You know, yeah, it, uh... go ahead, man. I just, uh, you got another story there on that deer, boy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, uh, grow, growing up down here where I have, you know, I've I've seen a bunch of doe, but it seems just kind of like Jake said, you know, uh, this past year I was cutting beans and I was in a field and that's the only field there, you know, within a mile or so and got bottoms on the east and, you know, the, the south there where, uh, where it connects up to the White River. And, man, I counted 100 deer in that field that's the most i've ever counted in, a, in one field and, I, and I've, I've seen quite a bit but the next day we went to go do some work in it and I, the guy that helps us he counted 120 so that's that's uh it's unbelievable how they're coming out you know what what does uh what's the average whitetail uh eat was a deprivation on the crop i mean what is their what what was one what damage does one deer cause I mean, it, 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 you know, it varies, but I mean, it, it you know, I, that 75 acre field I was in, I bet I only cut, you know, 50 of it, you know, they probably ate 20, 25 acres of it just, you know, from, you know, uh, just stomping through there. But I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it's very uh, devastating to us. That's wild. Yeah. They... John, you probably see that on your farm too, huh? Yeah. Uh, we usually have to drill our beans in around the edges of the woods because it gets so bad we can't 
use a row planner, you know, sing a row because they'll just run right down the beds and just mess them up. Yeah, kind of the difference for people there. Drill has tons of ports, plants a lot of rows versus a, uh, just a row planner, just like an eight row planner, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. And I mean, it's kind of sad to think about it. You're just literally just putting it out there for it to be, for it to be eaten. But I think, you know, that kind of the farm aspect to the deer in our area, kind of how they've gotten bigger. You know, we look back 10 years ago, corn wasn't very plentiful around, was it, Cole? I mean, they kind of acorns and, and what they could find in fields and soybeans have been around for a while. So I think the, the corn's playing a big factor in size of deer around here. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you know, this is rice country, you know from whenever daddy grew up, right. you know, y'all's dad, our dad grew up. Well, now I bet half the acres have turned into corn and, you know, uh, it has helped the deer do eat it as well, but not, you know, not as bad. And it seems to be, uh, I would, I would say yes, you know, like you said, helping out, but it, you know, we got a property right next to us and, uh, it was kind of, uh, hadn't been taken care of or, or it needed to be cleaned up, I guess is the best way I've seen it. And, it got cleaned up last year and we rode down there and man, we didn't see one deer. I mean, dad went down there three times. I went down there three, my uncle, and we didn't see one deer. Well, this year after they cleaned it up, we've seen about, they, they started seeing deer in the bottoms. And I think that's kind of hurt us as well. Whenever it's not managed, mm-hmm. there, there is no food source for them there. That's crazy. They got eight. I'll tell y'all that I'm not a big farmer but I do farm about two acres of sunflowers and I'll tell you the deer make me so mad. <laughs> oh, that dove, that dove destroyer. I've tried everything. I I mean, I mean to tell you, I've had two strands of hot wire that works till one of them gets hung up in it and I have to restrand it the next day. That's tons of fun, but Every year I fall under the victim of, of the deer apocalypse because they'll wait till those sunflowers head out nice, pretty. It's like, you know, invite somebody over. Let's take a graduation shoot out here. Next day, every head will be gone of those sunflowers. They'll eat every single one of them. It's, it's, it's unreal. So I guess you need to get a few pop cannons over there <laughs> like we have. That's right. Explain a pop cannon. Oh, pop cannon. Uh, it's just some propane-powered uh, guns. It sounds like a big firework every time it goes off. So they uh, they actually have a timer on them. Uh, every, you can set it for every minute or every five minutes, you know, to save on propane. But they'll just, there's a striker that comes down, and once that propane gets uh packed in there real real quick it it, it it ignites it and uh makes a big loud noise and it's it's supposed to get the deer out of the fields but it's not doing too hot you know they they kind of get used to it, it don't they i do yeah you just gonna have to keep that 270 on them yeah yeah what about you cole hey. you got any pop cannons Uh yeah, it's a, a two forty three or something like that. Uh man, we oh, we tried Lord. everything. <laughs> we tried everything, man. It that uh, they get used to it. I mean, it's just uh, I mean, fl- you know, just lasers and whatnot, man. They're just uh, they get used to it. They don't care. But yeah, them pop can. You know, it's just a mixed variety. I think is what. But I, somebody needs to come up with some beans uh, that uh, deer don't like. You know, some non edible <laughs> beans for deer. If you do that, you, you know, you may be sitting some somewhere big. Then y'all be hunting the deer that I'm hunting. You probably need to just mix some crow with it. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna eat that. I promise you. <laughs> That's good. Well, guys, I enjoyed it. Uh, everything tonight been said probably halfway was a lie but you know just put that disclaimer out there uh, 100%. i really appreciate everybody listening uh thanks to john 
making some time, making an account to come on with this uh, Cole, Drew, Jake, uh, myself, Wit. Uh, we really enjoyed it. And and if anybody has suggestions in terms of uh, what they want to hear about, I know somebody said they wanted to hear about that Hey Dude story. Well, look, right off the bat, we provided. We got a Facebook page, Little Woods Outdoors. Um, by the time that this episode is airing, we're on Sunday. We're looking for midweek drop. Uh, hopefully we'll have a couple pictures of John's deer on there so y'all can check those out, uh, see what we're talking about kind of mid-episode. It's They're really, really nice deer. So if anybody has any suggestions or problems, uh, let us know. Thanks again. Um, anybody got any last-minute thoughts? I'm just going to say, uh, if you listen to the episode and you like it, give us a rating, uh, comment. We're working on setting up an email. Uh, just let us know what you think, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. That's right. Yeah. Thanks. That's a good way to end it, Drew. Uh, everybody have a good night and uh, I'll see y'all next time. I'm pretty sure episode three will be at least an hour long too. I love talking like this. You guys are good. Peace. See you. See y'all.